Yo, my peoples, what's up, baby? We back. Silverback Chronicles Podcast. It's your boy, Big H. I got my brother, Drizay. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good, bro? What is good? We're back. We're back. Peoples, we back. Working hard. Kicking ass and taking names, baby. Season four. Season four. We're back. Another episode. Listen, we're not going to waste no time. We always want to say, listen, keep working hard. Take care of yourself. Keep squares out your circle. And keep God first, you heard? With no further ado, we got a phenomenal woman in the building with us tonight. Our sister. Her name is Miss Chef Janae. What's up, baby? What's up? What's up? How you feeling? I'm feeling amazing. I'm happy to be here. We got the rosé wine that y'all blessed me with. Right, 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 right. That's what it's about. You know what's amazing? Them them, uh, kale egg rolls. Oh, wow. Yeah, hello. She, like, she wow. really did her thing well, with the uh, egg rolls. I brought what, them some samples, y'all. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, before before we get into all of that, right. please tell the world where you're from, born and raised. I am from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn in the house, y'all. Okay, what part? East New York. Excuse me. Okay, I get it. New Lots, number three train. Oh, Last stop. <laughs> Damn. Last stop. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's... If you're on the last stop of a train. How about that? Right. You already know what's going down. Wow. You already know. Wow. So, yo, what, what was life like in, in, in Brooklyn growing up? How long you been down here for now? I've been out here for like five, six years. Okay. So, you know, it's definitely very different than New York because there's nothing like New York. Right. Um, right. But, you know, it's been it's been cool being here. Growing up in Brooklyn, you know, I feel like growing up in New York just makes you very open to everything. Right. You know, you see so much just even going on a train, you know? It's a mountain so, pile of yeah. everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Best thing about the train for me is like when they come on and start that. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey. They be going, they be going in. It's my favorite part. They the dance with the in. bums and all the asking for money get out of my face. But when the kids start coming through, wow. Right. They be killing it. My joint. Now they do. That that's super talented to be doing. They be doing flips and everything on the train. Train small and narrow. Right. <laughs> right. Off the poles. With everybody bunched up. Shout right. out to them. All right. Okay, so 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 how was New York for you growing up? What's the Brooklyn you remember? Wow. Brooklyn was very like straight to the point. And when I say that, it was just like, you know, what you see is what you get. You know, growing up, I, I used to hang out on the block with all my friends and mm. be outside maybe like two, three o'clock in the morning in my teenage years, just sitting outside <laughs> talking. Like, we're not doing anything, but we was outside, you know? And uh, yeah, I remember even going to high school and just hopping on a train and like, you know, going going past certain stops and just only seeing black people and then going past certain stops and then you start to see a little bit of everything, a little bit of different cultures, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So mm-hmm. New York was cool, you know? That's dope. You still got a lot of family back there? Yeah, my family still lives in East New York. Like Really? Same, same area. Yeah, they own a house out there, you know? That's so, dope. Yeah. How often do you go back? I would say I go, I go a couple times out of the year. Uh-huh. You know, New York... New York a little too crowded for me though now. Yes, you know, it's a little too crowded. That, that's the only thing I don't really like about it. Right, it's a little crowded. Yeah. yeah. So listen, what made you come down to Maryland, in Baltimore specifically? I was like, I felt like it was time for a change. You know, mm-hmm. I was, I've lived in New York probably like twenty, probably for like twenty four years of my life. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, yeah, I've lived in a couple different areas in New York. 
I've I felt like I've seen and experienced everything that I could experience. So it was kind of like, what's the next thing? How gotcha. can I be somewhere else? Is there something else out here for me? Mm-hmm. And it was just like I had a cousin out here, I had family out here. I kind of connected to these people. So I was just like, all right, it's time for a change. I was working for this company called Munchery, which is like a it was a company that made like chef prepared meals. And I was doing delivery in Manhattan. And they were going to be opening up a location in College Park. So I kind of said to my manager, I was like, hey, you know, I'm ready to kind of like do something different. You know, if any opportunities open for me to move to Maryland, you know, let me know. Mm. Literally a month later, he was like, yeah, you still trying to move? I was like, yeah. And we made it happen. And I came out here. And it's been love ever since, you know? You know, I feel the same way. I I love Maryland. It's a beautiful state. It's a phenomenal state. I'm glad I left New York. I still love New York, but you know, New York all day, but Maryland is simply amazing. But Maryland is something different about this. The opportunity <laughs> down here, you know what it's I mean? Very different. Yes. The yes. people, it's, it's, it's like you get a little bit of everything, but with like a little bit of the Southern. Yeah, with the Southern like charm. Little, yeah, a little Southern charm. You know? Like people stay over there, they're actually about the weather. <laughs> you be in the store and be like, yo, the weather's, and I'm, you know, and yeah, you're like, Fam, like, <laughs> people fuck about the weather, but but then you hear, you're like, wow, that's nice. You know? And people know how to conduct conversation, you don't got to hear y'all mean every goddamn time. That is true, that is true. But I still love New York to the core, all day. Shout out to Jets, you know what I'm saying? Shout oh, out wow. to the Giants, you the know? Jets. Game green all day, you know what I mean? And the Yankees and the Mets. Word. <laughs> Both going to the playoffs. And the fucking Knickerbockers. All right. I know basketball season is about to start. So. They got a legit squad this year, by the way. Knicks look official. They beat the brakes off the Pistons on Tuesday night, 117-96. I'm just saying. Let me tell you something. I bought a pair. So my cousin had a, a man worked at the NBA store. Okay. He's like, I got the shorts. What's up? So you got some shorts? This was years ago. Oh, I thought you were talking no, about recently. Years. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. This sofa sofa no, shorts, bro. Like, no, the, the real official NBA shorts. Right. Yeah, man. And, you know, I worked, you know, I was working the summer. He was like, yo, 75. I think they were going for like 150. Hmm. He's like, $75. I'm like, I need a pair of the Knicks. I got the Knicks. I got the Miami Heat joint. Because I was always going to Miami. Right. But, yeah, I bought the Knicks joint because you got to get a. You gotta get it. You, you gotta. Look, you gotta. You gotta wear the Knicks. You gotta wear the Knicks. That's it. that was the whole point. Now my thing is all eyes. What you Nick wear? All eyes. What you wear with the footwear? Yo, I, I wear them for pajamas. <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> Hello. I don't even wear them outside. They're like a size thirty-eight. I put them to a bed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, when I hear for me, we're far. I'm just saying, I got the shorts. I got them. They triple knotted. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Okay, okay, guys. <laughs> so, Miss Janae, where did cooking come involved in your life, and why is it so significant to what you do every day? <sighs> wow. Yeah, going back to that whole Maryland thing, like we were just talking about, right. Maryland. You know, I feel like Maryland got a special type of energy to it where it, I feel like it'll bring out a certain level of creativity in you. It's a very innovative place. Yes. All the people I've met, the artists and things, it's like it's very unique. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to see. You don't know what you're going to experience. So I feel like coming here, 
allowed me to realize that I had other gifts and talents outside of mm-hmm. what I thought I had. Mm. So I literally just started experimenting in the kitchen. I, I wasn't even vegan. I never thought that I was going to be eating, you know, vegan food or, you know, cooking without meat. I love chicken wings. I used to love my favorite thing to eat. One of my favorite things to eat was buffalo wings, you know, my little ranch sauce of blue cheese. You know, I love that. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing like a nice, good chicken wing. So. Absolutely. I never thought that I was going to be here, but coming to Maryland did that, honestly. It oh, brought wow. me to a whole new space. And I was I started cooking and I started a business. You know, I, I started an Instagram page in 2018 where I was just like, all right, I'm going to share my recipes. I'm going to share my little, you know, my adventures of what I do with my food. And then it just, it landed here. So. Real quick, what's the IG? It's at JJNA Foods. That's J-J-A-N-A-N-E Foods. That's the name of the business. Yes, JJNA Foods. My first name is Jasmine. My middle name is Janae. So it's literally tied to me as well in my identity. That's dope. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And how long you been doing it now for? I've been vegan and doing this seriously for about the last two to three years, for sure. That is super dope. I will agree. This, this, This place will do that to you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know what? We'll it's 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 so unique in the aspect where New York is always the grind. Like we're used to that. Right. But down here it's just to a different level of professionalism and the art and really just honing in on your skill set, that specific why and taking it to the top. I think I think especially for like New Yorkers, yeah. When we come out here, I feel like you know, when we leave New York, we're out of survival mode, the grind mode. But I think we capitalize more because just off our right. grind. And then we come out here. And apply that out here. It's like, what, next cause, level. Because now you have a moment to think. Sure. Right. You have a moment to wait a minute. You start seeing. No offense, Chris. No. No, Chris no. Is no, it's <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm Chris saying. Chris Grind is, is just like ours, but I'm just saying. Yeah, Chris Grind, Triple C be grinding. Yeah, the mind, the, like the mindset. That's why it's Triple C. Absolutely. Ain't just one C. It's right. No, but. The, the grind out here is crazy. Like, when you apply it out here, it's like you you don't have that grind like New York, mm-hmm. but you can clearly, like, sit down, wait a minute, let me plot, let yeah. me think, let me figure this out so that you don't miss. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. Nah, I feel like what you're saying is that Maryland makes you a lot more intentional. Like, you're a little bit more thoughtful. You might move okay. a little, you know, and then, like, I talked about the Southern charm. You know, it's a little slower than New York. It is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, let me not, all right, my bad, y'all. It's a lot slower than New York. So, yes, with that being said, it's like, if you come from New York, it's definitely going to be like, you You have to adjust to the pace of it, you know? Right. So. Well said. That That is true indeed. Okay, so listen, what do we have tonight? So that you brought yeah, you hit us with some, please. I made y'all two different things. These are my most popular menu items. I have a jackfruit empanada. Um, and just to give a little bit more insight of what jackfruit is, it's pretty please. much a fruit that you know a lot of vegans and people who eat, you know, who, I guess who are vegetarian or whatever you want to consider it. It's a meat substitute, so it kind of breaks down. If you look at it, it looks like maybe pulled pork, pulled chicken, you know. So. You know, when it comes to food, food is very psychological. It's very like, you know, we kind of do these things based off of what we know and what we see and what we've grown upon. So it's like when I started creating things, I wanted to make things that were still familiar to us. Like, okay. So just like making a jackfruit empanada. So it also has a special sauce that's made with like fresh red peppers and garlic and onions and all of these fresh things. And then we have kale egg rolls, which is made with kale. Bang. Very simple. 
very like to me sort of similar to like collard greens in a sense when you kind of fry it because it changes the texture in a sense of the kale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very comfort foods. These are very comforting foods. You know, it's comfort, but it's not. It's not heavy. Mm. Very true. Because right. empanadas, like they can be very heavy. Yeah, and it's the like meat? you eat it that one setting. It's like, damn, I'm full. Mm. Like this, okay. this right here, both of them. I cheated. Now, you know, we had it. <laughs> she came in and smelled amazing. To. I'm not going to sit back and just look at it. No, I'm gonna do what I do best: grab it and get to work and get to work. But um, it's you know, you felt good after you ate it. Like you didn't feel stuffed. Mm. No, I felt real at home. I feel not. I feel good. You don't feel like. Like I don't feel I, I don't feel lethargic. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that good old Dominican food to get you there. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. We but this right price. here is different, and the sauce, both sauces went well with each empanada. That with with the egg roll. Well, what sauce is with the egg roll? So that's a sweet chili sauce. Sweet chili. You know, sort of reminiscent to the Asian vibe in a sense. You know, yeah. we don't want to stay too far from that. But yeah, because it is an egg roll. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they taste simply amazing. I love it. And I'm going to... Um, so what is your... What, what's your menu like? Like, what, what do you got on there? My menu is exactly these things. So, you know, I kind of try to focus, too, on uh, on smaller portions when I serve food because, like, y'all talked about being lethargic or, like, feeling, you know, like, heavy after you eat. Right. One thing I've noticed, even for myself, when I've kind of changed my lifestyle over, I noticed that when I eat lighter, you feel lighter. Right. Sometimes... We eat more than we need to, and our body can actually kind of maybe process and digest. So maybe having simple stuff like this, or because the ingredients and the things that it is is lighter, you feel a little bit different, you know? Definitely. So, like, listen, what's your go-to? Whereas, you know, we go to a restaurant, I'll get, you know, some some fish, rice, bean salad. What 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 are like some what are your dishes like in that aspect? So some of my, another menu item that I have, which is also jackfruit heavy, that is very popular, is I make a jackfruit chicken cheesesteak. Because as I told oh. y'all, if you look at the texture of the inside of the jackfruit, it looks like yeah. a shredded chicken. Mm-hmm. So I do the cheesesteak. I do it with fresh peppers, fresh onions, vegan cheese, nice on a nice toasted bun, because that's like bread etiquette for me. You know, you gotta toast the bun. It that's just toasted. takes it to the next level. Okay. <laughs> so um yeah, that is one of the things that I have. I also have a mushroom cheesesteak. Um, oh, and now you're talking. Yeah. Now mushrooms are very popular yes. these I days. love mushrooms. Mushrooms, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms but it's very popular. interesting that you say that because a lot of people don't like mushrooms. I love it. They, you, they I get really a lot of much. that. A lot of people feel like it's either usually you love them or you don't. Gotcha. You know what I love with mushrooms? I can love. I love mushrooms. And like with some rice, okay, and like 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 uh, in a nice gravy sauce, or something like that. Okay, yeah. that yes, I yes. love mushrooms with eggs. Okay, an onion, mm. avocado. So like a nice omelet. Bingo, gotcha. or just a fried egg. Okay, okay, like like a, a fried hard, pause, fried hard egg pause. with um. <laughs> I saute the onions and the mushrooms together with some peppers. Yeah, and then I throw the egg on there, ah. slash the cheese on there. Okay. And, and it's, it's a good. good time. Okay. I usually eat my mushrooms with like the Italian food. Really? Yeah. Like pastas and stuff? The or chicken, uh, what is it? Chicken marsala. Oh, yeah. chicken marsala. Baby. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's, like a, oh. That's like a meal. Yeah, but the mushrooms is legit. Mushrooms is legit. Yeah. No, that's great. I still got mushroom. You have, have you seen that? Like that mushroom gummies now? 
mushroom gummies? Yeah, like to help you relax. You oh, know? is it like CBD infused or like THC infused type thing? And they also have like mushroom, like kind of like coffee now. Yeah, okay, yes, I know. Okay, now. okay, okay. Seriously. Mushrooms, mushrooms have a lot of amazing off, properties though. That's what I'm saying. And there's a lot of different types of mushrooms. This too. vegan stuff is taking off, man. Yeah. It's just food though, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's just you a know? different way of making it. There we go. Small it's food. not bad at all. It really is good. But let me ask you, right? Like, let me like let's say I'm cutting. <laughs> that what? You don't like the one? I never heard of cutting mushrooms. <laughs> no, but it's for real. Like, no, no psychedelic. No. Nah, no psychedelic. <laughs> it's not psychedelic, no psychedelic properties. Seriously. <laughs> I'm dead serious. We'll post the thing. We'll post the thing. Yo, I'll be doing, you know, I got a lot of time in my hands. Like, so, you know, I will, no, seriously. Okay. But what was it? <laughs> I'm why? I'm just, I'm serious. Yeah. Nah, seriously. Mm. But let me ask you, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, I'm cutting. I've been cutting for the last 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Cutting? Yeah, cutting weight. Okay. I was like, what's cutting me? Right. <laughs> like, what, you I'm chopping a, in the kitchen? Right. Like, what you I'm said a, that? Yeah, like, you want to cut I've been cutting weight for the last 30 years. <laughs> okay. So if I'm eating vegan, right, because uh-huh. it's supposed to be healthy, but it's in the agro, it's fried, like, what's the give and take? Am I still... I mean, anything fried in a sense is it's fried. Let's, I know, I'm gonna, it's good though. I'm gonna be really honest about that. You if it's know what too saying? good, not, it's not good for you. Anything is anything in moderation. <laughs> so if I have two, I should be all right. You good? Maybe if three. you have three, you you should be all right. You know, it's better than a slice. Yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely. Good. Only because I feel like the That's even the, the 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 most to me in a sense the thing that might make it unhealthy is the fact that it's fried and maybe the gluten aspect of it in some aspects where. It, the pastry or the dough. Yeah. You know? For mm-hmm. some people, gluten also doesn't really work well with their body and their digestive system. So Absolutely. that could be that, you know? So it just depends too, you know, on where you are. And I think too, like just on my journey of which is like vegan food and stuff too, realizing like there's a lot of levels to this vegan life and what you eat. There's some people who are raw vegans. There's some people who are- It's like stages. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It goes yeah. very deep into this world. And also, I, I said to myself too, I was like, I don't want to get caught up in a sense of like trying to do what everybody else is doing. I got to do what's comfortable for my body and what works for me. Because everybody's body type and everybody and what they do and how they eat is different. And what might work for one person might not work for the next person. So. What's your, what's your favorite like vegan meal to make? Recently, I've been making this meal, believe it or not, that's kind of like Mediterranean and Greek. Mm, so that sounds real good. Yeah, and it's like a couscous. Mm, um, couscous is good. Yeah, like a, yeah. I guess like a. You guys know about the uh, what's the yogurt? Like a what's the Greek cucumber yogurt? Tzatziki. Tzatziki yeah. sauce. So it's like a, cou- cou- with a couscous with tzatziki with some it. fresh <laughs> right. <laughs> Kava. <laughs> that's a good spot though. It is. So tzatziki, um, fresh cucumbers, fresh mint, fresh parsley, fresh cilantro, and then you cook up the chickpeas. And I forgot, it's another, it's another twist. It's also kind of like Indian, because now international cuisine is very good when you start to talk about vegan and vegetarian lifestyle and diet. But then you cook the chick, the chickpeas now. So it's chickpeas with this too. You kind of cook it in like a. I don't know if you ever heard of chana masala. Mm, no, what's that? That's like an Indian, you know, chana. The chana masala is like a spice. You know, it kind of like. I don't know how to describe it. You kind of have to taste it. It's, it's a like very, a red orange sauce? Yes, it's kind of red and orange. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. That's one of the spice so, trade days. You know, they cook it a lot at Indian restaurants. 
<laughs> with the chickpeas and stuff. And, you know, when you mix all of these flavors together, it's a very, very great combination of like, whoa, I didn't think none of this stuff would work well together, but it works amazing. Now, <laughs> like chickpeas. It. I like... Um, I like chickpeas. Me too, but I like them. I like them cooked. Like, I like them soft. Okay. Mm. I'm like them too hard. Pause. Pause. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. On that. How do you like yours? <laughs> I like chickpeas a lot of ways. Now that, you know, that that's one of the, I guess, the meat substitutes in a sense that I eat, being that I've changed my lifestyle. So I've had chickpea tuna. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like you literally season the chickpeas and make it taste like, you know, you give it a seafoody vibe. And then when you put it on a sandwich, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like it tastes Obe? very similar. Yeah. Obey. Maybe a little bit of onion, cilantro, a little bit of vegan mayo, a little bit of, you know. Uh, you got vegan mayo? They do. Hellman's what? has vegan mayo. There's some other brands that have vegan you mayo. Yeah. Very, world. very true. Different world. Good though. Healthy. Healthier. Healthier. Everything that's vegan is not always healthy, too. That's, that's also a very a big misconception, I think. People think that because you, you put the vegan word in front of it, that it's healthy. No, everything is not healthy. If you eating crazy, whether you vegan or not, you're still eating crazy. Right. It's just... True. Okay. What yeah, that makes sense. What do you do for a nice salad? Ah, okay. So I had recently made a... A buffalo chicken salad because, like I told y'all, buffalo wings is like my favorite thing. So when I got that craving for the buffalo, the buffalo vibes, I'll make me up a nice vegan buffalo chicken salad. Mm. And what I'll do is, I'll take um some nice romaine lettuce. I'll take some fresh cilantro, put it in there. I'll take I make some grilled cauliflower with like some smoked paprika and stuff to give it some texture. I might even <clears throat> kind of make me some. I guess kind of like caramelize and glaze my nuts. I might put like some cashews. I'm sorry, y'all. Cashews. Some peanuts. I'm not happy. I'm why you. I'm not having your pieces. Because you threw me off with that. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. I know. I said. I can't. So I'm having here is this the it's the kale egg roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that's where, huh? Pause. It's all good. Okay. I know where it's coming from. <laughs> but I can't believe this is kale. It's some it's, 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 and it's light too. Like it's not heavy. It's really not. Because there's really nothing in it. And another thing about, too, when I make food and, and when I do things, it's like, I really want you to taste the food and the right. vegetable. Like, I don't want to put 50 million things in there. I want you to taste crazy. the kale. This is kale, carrot, fresh garlic, and mm. some seasoning. That's really it. It's, it's nothing perfect. nothing to that. I, I can't believe this is kale. So good. Because some people do get extra with the seasoning, and it, like, takes you all over, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fight me. No. You could kill a food Embrace like that. Embrace me. You really can. You could mm-hmm. make it taste really bad just Whoa. by simply over-seasoning over- the food. Exactly. Like you don't, you don't have to do that. Food will speak for itself. You yes, just got to do it right. Mm. That's dangerous because you can eat that like popcorn. Like, <laughs> right. Like watching a movie, you'd be like, you know what I mean? Get another hour ago. Right. Because it's so light and it's so... And it's good. And then you tell yourself, oh my God, it's pale. So you could just keep eating. Absolutely. And then before you know it, but, you're five so- in. Very true. But night, even, night. 
But even going back to the salad, you know, I don't want my salad to be boring. Like, you know, I don't want to just... And a lot of times people think that like, you go to a restaurant and stuff, they're like, oh, you just... I don't just also want to just eat salad. Like, I want real food. Like, I want a little rice. Maybe I want some chickpeas. Maybe I want... You know, I want a little sustenance, a little substance. So it's like, you know, you got to make these things in a way where it's like, even if you change your lifestyle, it still has to be good and great, you know? So it's a banging entree. After that salad, boom, you put, you slap an entree. But on even, I'm not going to lie to you, after eating a salad, if the salad is hearty, you might not yeah. want an entree until maybe a little bit after because now you're satisfied with the salad. If you put the right things in it to kind of hold you. you gotta, Which you is know? the way it's supposed to be. yeah. So for dinner time, what are we doing? It depends. Sometimes I only eat one time a day. Sometimes I might eat two meals. It depends on how I'm feeling, what my body's going through. Who you gonna um, whip up? I might whip up. Maybe I might whip up me like a little vegan buffalo chicken sandwich. I might fry up my mushrooms, make me like a little buffalo aioli sauce with the vegan mayo, a little hot sauce. Um, put a little lettuce, tomatoes on it. Maybe fry me up some fresh cut French fries. Mm. That might be my meal for the night if that's how I'm feeling. Let's, let's say you got a little date coming over. What you gonna, what you gonna whip out? We gonna go back to that meal that I was telling you about with the couscous and the the fresh herbs tzatziki. and the tzatziki. Because we want to take oh, you want to take exotic. it on experience. So you want to okay. you want to be different. All right. So what do you do for desserts? I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I haven't mastered desserts yet. That's okay. But you I'm know? just curious. What's a good dessert? Like uh, I like you're vegan. What do you like? That it. I don't know. What, what do you guys like, or what's your go to for dessert? I'm a I'm a go to I usually go to ice cream. Nice. I go to ice cream. One of my actually I was gonna actually go to get some ice cream today. I don't know if y'all heard of Be More Licks. Have y'all yeah. heard? Okay, so y'all know about Be More Licks, right? So Be More Licks has the best vegan ice cream, even though they have all of these amazing non-vegan ice creams. But recently I had the vegan pumpkin Oreo ice cream from them. Whoa. I'm telling y'all something. That ice cream is amazing. Pumpkin Oreo? Yes. And it's like, I don't usually like pumpkin stuff. I'm not a pumpkin fan. I don't want pumpkin everything. But like, it's a nice amount of pumpkin. It's a nice amount of Oreo. The texture's really good. You know, it's just a very nice experience when you eat it. Hmm. That's dope. I'm going to try that. Be more licks, huh? Be more licks. Right? Yeah, it's on Eastern Avenue. It's two. It's in East, one on Eastern Avenue, two in um, Patterson Park, and then one in Federal Hill. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Be more licks. Okay. Yeah, Baltimore has a bunch of like crazy food. You're right. <laughs> like you just gotta once you find it, it's like it's oh on. Oh my god, it's on. Hidden gems for days. That's yeah. true. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot. So, what else do you like to do with the vegan? You said you like to uh, take people around. Vegan food adventures. Talk like to so, us. even going back to like be more licks. You know, stuff like that, where it's just like you know, people might not know what to do. Like I guess for me, because I'm into food and I cook. Some things come natural for me, but to maybe the average person who's not really a person who might cook or they don't, they might not know what to do with vegan. So it's like, I might take you to the supermarket. I'll show you how to shop, what to buy, what to look for. You know, some people don't know that vegan means that there's no dairy. There's no, there's like no eggs. It's just strictly just, you know, anything non-dairy and things like that. So it's like just showing people how you can still have fun with it and eat good. Can can you eat fish on the? On no, the... no, you can't eat fish. There's no oh, seafood, seafood, no okay. seafood either. None of that. Uh, damn. So there's no meat. There's no. Well, no there's no. Talk in. Talk in. So there's no There's no poultry. No poultry. No seafood. No seafood. So it's just like grass. 
Grass. Yeah. And onions and veggies. Grass, onions, and veggies. So you fully committed yourself to this lifestyle. I'm not mad at that. I did. I, I did. Mad at that I did. At all. I did. How, like, how long was the transition? Like, it took some time, though. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And then the biggest thing for me is not even the the meat. I was a big dairy person. Really? Yes. Like cheese, rich. Like I used to be a person I love like stuff like penny alla vodka oh, and yeah. you know all of these very rich foods. Cream. Like I love sour cream. Yeah. I love cheese on my burrito and you know I like these things. So that's the hardest thing for me. Like mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing. But when was the last time you had a chicken one? Nah, I haven't had that in a long time. A long time? Long time. Like what? literally like When was the last a time? Yeah. Can you do a vegan chopped cheese? Yeah, for sure. Oh, you gotta, for sure. You got to do that. I need that. You going to make a vegan cheese sauce just out of simply using tomatoes and carrots. Not even tomatoes. I'm sorry, not tomatoes and carrots. Potatoes and carrots. Literally those... Potatoes and carrots. You literally, you could like boil potatoes and carrots, okay. put them in the blender, make sure they soft. You will get a crazy texture. You put like some nutritional yeast. Nutritional yeast is like what they use to kind of give things a cheddar cheese taste. Put those things in a blender. Add some seasonings. I promise you, you have a whole little cheese. Sauce. Well, yeah, but will the yeast like raise my to my estrogen up? I don't think so. Oh, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't saying, think it. I don't think so. Talk about that all the time. <laughs> I guess that's going back to the soy and the tofu with the yeah, estrogen yeah, yeah. and all of that. No, but that's dope. Like, like, like he's mentioned. Like you, um, you take the people out on an adventure and you teach them. Hey, this is how you start it. This is what you do. And then I think, too, for everybody, some people might be a little bit more, they might be able to go cold turkey and be like, all right, I could do this and not take it out. But then it's like, that's why I said it's a lot of layers to this vegan life. Because some people, there's these things now where, like, when you think about, like, the Impossible Burger gotcha. or Beyond Meat, there's a lot of things where they say, like, yo, these things are not healthy. But then to somebody who's been maybe, maybe you 50 years old, and all your life, you've just been eating hamburgers and meat and whatever. You know, it might not be as easy just to be like, oh, you still going to want a burger. Right. Your taste buds is going to still want that. That's the closest thing to what you used to have. So I think it's a, those are good transitionary things where it's like, all right, go to the store, make you a nice burger once in a while, still do the things that you love and slowly get yourself into places of maybe where you're making, you're experimenting with kale or mm. jackfruit and stuff. You might not be able to go straight into those things because those things are not familiar for you. You know what I'm saying? But then there's some people who might be able to be like, all right, I can eat jackfruit. I can eat kale. I can make me a nice kale salad, and I'm okay with that. So I think it's the level of where you are in your life and your journey and what works for you. Well said. I like that. That's dope. Have you ever cooked for, like, an athlete? How is it on the uh, on the athlete side, on the performance side? That's a very, you know, I think when you're an athlete, you know, you have to eat a certain way. You know, you have to, you know, live a certain lifestyle because you're an athlete. And, you know, funny you mentioned that. Recently, I had took a trip to Texas. Uh, My sister lives in Texas, and she's been wanting me to come out there for a minute. She knows a lot of professional athletes because her daughter is, you know, she's a track star. You know, she runs track. She's into softball. There's a lot. It's a very athletic place in Texas. It is. It's very athletic there. So, you know, um shout out to her, she's doing her thing. Right. Yeah. So she had me cook. My, when I came there, she was like, You cooking for everybody that come here. Like, mm. I want you cooking, doing whatever. So all the athletes. Um, yes. She has she knows a lot of professional athletes. She knows some Olympians. She knows she had me wow. cooking for a dude named Mike Rogers. He's one of the top five runners in the world. Mm. Um, I made him a meal, I made him a 
Um, I you actually cooked what was available in the house because I didn't really have a chance to go to the store yet because I, you know, I just had got there. So I made him like an avocado bagel with like a with some some freshly cooked potatoes and a nice mango salsa. In the bagel. Yeah. Like a bagel sandwich. So no, it wasn't a sandwich. I made I made the bagel separate. I put the avocado on it. Then I made a fresh mango salsa with fresh mangoes that was nicely ripe. Some onions, some tomatoes. Um, put a little bit of my own jazz on it, and then I made him some very nicely cooked potatoes. And I put a lot of love into that. He loved the meal. It was like he was very very like yo, this was amazing. You know, it's the simplicity of it all. You know, that's dope. And that like helps with the performance. You think? Definitely. If I mean, if you eating, if it's you, fresh food. Yes. Right. There you go. It's fresh food. Yeah. If you eating fresh, you know. Yeah, that's true. If you eating fresh, you're gonna always win over eating oh, anything else. Absolutely. You know, because your body. I didn't realize it until I got into this place because I didn't realize like my body wasn't really performing at its highest level because it was like I was eating a lot of things that couldn't break down in my body. Mm. So it's like you think about it. If you eat something that's maybe hard and solid. Your digestive system has to break it down, but right. if you eat something that's soft and maybe a lot more movable through the body, it's gonna be easier to come through. You know, so like it's solid. really right. And you feel the difference. I feel it extremely. Like you know when you ate something that you shouldn't have eaten. My body now, because I have eaten a certain way, if I eat certain stuff, my body will react to it. Like I don't really like like that. Really? I don't really mess with that. Yeah, mm. and not they even talk about like. Using a bathroom, but like that's a very important thing, you it know. Is. People don't realize it. Like you know, we have a lot of issues with the bathroom thing only because a lot of times we eat and stuff that our bodies can't really break down. Like maybe gluten, because a lot of people are gluten intolerant, which I learned as I become vegan and yeah. cooking for people and realizing like some people can't eat that. A lot of people yeah. have celiac disease. Yeah, like black some black people can't eat that. Like that will you will eat it? It will inflate it your stomach. You and it hurts. Yeah. yeah, you go through a lot of uncomfortable things with that. So you know, I had to but learn. Where, that. where do you think that comes from? Like, is it the pesticides that they're using the chemicals? It's the processing. Like, say for instance, when you think about wheat, wheat is not naturally. Think about flour. Nat flour is not naturally white. Nope. It's naturally like brown. It's wheat. So they're taking something, right? They'll take the nutritions out of it and then re-put nutrition back into it and then maybe bleach it to make it another color. Yeah. So it's like you it oh, doesn't wow. it holds no substance. It's just it's just something to sell, in a sense. And we and and just think if we've been eating like that for how many years now? A long. Very, and, very and long. Now it's starting to really affect people. Like a lot of people don't know they have celiac disease for years. Very and true. then you start having, you know, um, like you start eating, say you eat chicken wings, and then you just blow up. Then your stomach can start hurting. You'd be like, damn, how I gain all this weight? Celiac disease. And it takes a while for people to understand that they have that disease. That's real. They got for the that's internet a for that. Issue now. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Because yeah. back then everything. it was like, oh, you just, you don't get fat. <laughs> no, because you think about now, everything is turning gluten free. Mm. Everything, even you go to the new restaurants, they're incorporating gluten free. Gluten-free buns, gluten-free pizza. It takes a lot longer to make it, mm. but it's gluten-free. Very true. It's better for the body. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. It's very... That's crazy. You know how we talked there? You know how you said that this was light? When you eat gluten-free stuff, it's actually a lot lighter. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, And the taste ain't too far off either, to be no, honest. If you make it right. It doesn't yes. bother me. I got, well, we got like... What do you mean? You got like two of those? Yeah. I had two of those and I'm still feeling like great. I feel good. You can still eat it. Like I can I'm eat ready more. for another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. 
So five years from now, what do you see yourself? What do you see your business? Having a food truck, having a restaurant, and also just kind of maybe franchising these ideas. You know, once I once I solidify this, I want to take, I want to put this everywhere. I want everybody to have these experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like it's important. And it's just like it's important for people to know that you can still eat good even if it's vegan. It's, It's still food. It's the intention and it's how it's prepared. Well said. Now, where you want that food truck to be at? Right. <laughs> so Location I, is everything. So I'm actually going to make my way to Texas first. What? I am. Wow. That's what's T- up. Taking my talents to Texas, but I definitely want to double back here because this is the roots and the grass of where I started this company and this business. So it's like, I feel like it's only right to double back to Maryland. That's you know? dope. So when so. you plan on going to Texas? Soon. Very soon. Maybe within these next couple months. For sure. Really? For sure, for sure. That is yeah. super dope. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank That's you. amazing. Dope. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, they were Bun B and the Trill Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> dope. So listen, any shout outs you want to give out before we wrap this up? Who, who you want to give shout outs to? And don't forget to tell people where they can find you because shit, I'm going to need some dinners before you get up. <laughs> I definitely want to shout out my mom and um definitely she's been a person that's been very supportive on this journey and like really encouraging me to really take things to the next step and the next level and my family in general like my grandpa my brothers you know these people have been very very like supportive of this and they want to see me win so it's like my family has been number one and my sister too my sister in texas who is the reason why i'm moving to because for a while i was like i'm not leaving maryland like i started this business here i done built the community around it i got people trying food they tasting it they loving it you know why am i leaving here you know i just got here but now i'm like i think it's time for something a little bit different i want to see what i want to see what the texas energy brings you know so some barbecue uh (laughs) Vegan food. Right, right. We're gonna we're gonna touch that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For Let's sure. Do it. Smoked mushrooms, y'all. Smoked portobello mushroom sandwiches with the fresh like rosemary aioli with thyme aioli. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're gonna hit it. Damn. Ooh. Okay. Love it. I'm about to turn vegan. <laughs> I ain't there yet. I'm definitely eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real. It's like a dessert for us. Word. Dessert. I love it. I like that. It's so good. It's <laughs> so good. My peoples, we appreciate you. I want to thank my sister Janae for coming on. She is so talented, so humble. She's so amazing. And I'm so proud of her. She's going to start a food truck. Everything in Texas, this she's going to come right back to Baltimore and have another food truck here. And we're going to have her food everywhere. Now, if the people want to get in contact with you, where can they find you? The best place to find me is on Instagram. Again, at Foods. That's J-J-A-N-A-E Foods. Spell exactly how it sounds. You can find me. And thank you guys for having me here and blessing me with this experience. This no, has been dope. Thanks for having me. You know? Thank you for the food. Of course. I couldn't come here empty-handed. <laughs> then y'all got me this rosé wine, grapefruit. This is my favorite wine. It's like, all about you. So, That's I appreciate it. Right. I want to say, I mean, if she's moving to Texas, Joe Rogan got to come see me. <laughs> Absolutely. For that food. But yo, peace and love. Triple C. Blessed are the peacemakers. Hi, my peoples. We love you. So we Chronicles forever. Season four. Be safe. See y'all next week. Peace.
opinions expressed on the Silverback Chronicles podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the guest appearing on the program. They do not reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes but not exclusive to the Department of Defense, Homeland, and the Baltimore City Police Department. The Silverback Chronicles podcast with Dre, Big H, and Triple C. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment.